either the switch is on or off to digest, which is it you, you know, if, so if you are eating while you're distracted, you're driving, you're super rushed, you're scrolling your phone, just completely not paying attention and in a different state, well, it doesn't matter how beautiful that chicken kale salad is if you're not going to digest it. Right. That's what I'm always trying to say. Cause people always be like, but I eat well and I'm still bloated, constipated, like whatever, (laughs) you know, whatever it is. And it's like, So maybe it's not just what you're eating then. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. This week, we have my girl, Allison Maris, back on the show, and I'm so excited about it. Our first episode was so epic. I know so many of you guys who have been listening from way back then really, really took to Allison. I mean, it's really hard not to. She is, she's infectious. She's such a beautiful heart and soul. Professionally, Allison is a nutritional therapy practitioner and coach. She's a community builder. She's an author. She put out an incredible recipe book uh, last year that is supportive to your gut health. All of that information is in the show notes. She's a mommy and she's just, you know, I don't want to just highlight her you know, resume and like what she does career wise, I really want to highlight her as a human being as a heart and soul, because again, she's one of my dear friends. Um, you know, and for great reason, it's, she's that, that girl who just always is there to support you always is, you don't have to ask for help. She's just, she's there and she's doing it while she's supporting so many others, whether it's, you know, her clients, her community, her family. And that's something that I really want to highlight too, right? Like all the guests that come on here, you know, they're coming on here because of who they are as a human being, a heart and soul and contributor to the world. And, you know, again, I'm very fortunate to specifically, you know, point out Allison's heart and soul because she's my girl. So um, a little bit more about Allison, you know, she had been diagnosed with PCOS and Hashimoto's autoimmune disease, and she was able to put her illness into remission and gave birth to her beautiful baby girl. She did this by transforming her diet and lifestyle. So not only is she very versed from an educational standpoint, but she's very versed from a life experience standpoint too. And I, there's a lot of value in that, you know, um, it's really, it's what's formulated a deep passion, uh, that lives in her that, you know, is, is so, first of all, so detectable, you know, when you, when you connect with Allison on any level, whether it's Instagram or you're her client or you're her friend, I mean, you know, that she is coming from her heart. She genuinely cares about helping others find enjoyable, holistic healing tools, tactics, and strategies, and help you overcome exhaustion, you know, from restrictive diets and really this hustle culture. And we talk about that in this episode. So, you know, she has such an abundance of knowledge that is designed to empower you, you know, to, to optimize your health, but in ways that are not seasonal, you know, they are longstanding. It's really a life game with Allison. And I love that about her. So some of the, the topics that we touch on in this episode are stabilizing your nervous system for increased rest and digest. We talk about optimizing your vagal tone, the importance of it and your HRV to promote more of a parasympathetic state and to help your body recover. We discuss the fight or flight or freeze or fawn, that's a new one, uh, responses and the significant impact that they have on your gut health. We talk about environmental food and topical toxins and how that could be triggering hidden health issues. Plus, Allison shares a step-by-step start to subtracting, you know, these um, aspects of toxins from your home and your just essentially like your life, right? In a very, very easy way. Love that about her. We talk about the importance of loving yourself through healing and treating your body 
like the teammate that it is. It's a really, really epic episode. You know, we were so just overstressed and, you know, we have information overload. Like there's just such an overload of even things that, you know, could be helpful. But the problem is, is that if we feel, if we're at capacity, we can't really take in that which is necessary to make the edits that will help to improve our lives, right? So what I love about what we talk about and really what Allison shares is that, you know, it's about doing these, what I'll call micro actions that create the macro picture. So you're not doing anything from a state of overwhelm. You're, you know, really being intentional and moving with consistency. And that's how real change happens. So I love my girl, Allison. I know you will too. If you don't already know her already, please let us know how this episode impacted you. Share it up on your IG stories, tagging food by Mars. That's Allison's handle and myself, Roxy look and Blackwell beauty. All this is in the show notes. Um, definitely check her out on her website. I mean, her blog is so full of epic, just information, recipes. She's got her recipe book. Go to her Instagram, follow her right now. If you don't trust me, you can thank me later. Um, yeah. And any other afterthoughts or takeaways that you want to share, send them our way. Instagram is the best place for me. You can do so in the DMs at Roxy Look. And please, please take a moment to give this podcast a five-star rating review. Seriously, I this is so important. You know, I know I kind of drop it in every episode, but I'm going to put a little bit more emphasis on this ask right now because, you know, if you're getting value from this, you have to know that other people will too. And it's <laughs> that two-minute rating. And if you could drop a note too, oh my goodness, that's even more amazing. Um, but all of that really does help this podcast to grow and have more people get exposed to it. So yes, you are totally loving up me and my team by doing that. Thank you so much in advance, but just know that you're contributing to the, to all the new listeners and viewers who will get to take in this podcast too, because you're helping with the outreach. So Thank you, thank you, thank you with all of my heart. And now enjoy this epic conversation with my girl, Allison. Hey, you guys, if you've been following me here for a while or on any of my channels, you know I am always talking about the power of journaling and specifically what it has done for me and continues to do for me in my life. With that said, I am so excited to officially announce that my guided and illustrated self-actualization journal, You Are The Path, is out for sale. I have been working on this for quite some time now with my incredible, talented artist friend, Emerald Paget, and I could not be more excited for you to experience this journal. To make it very clear, this is not your typical kind of stationary item of journal. It's more of a book and it is so visually stimulating. You are the path holds space for you to unravel, unleash, investigate, hypothesize, affirm, inspire, fortify, to essentially create you and all aspects of your life. You can literally stretch out and run free within the vast open pages. So in this journal, you have seven guided and illustrated sections led by five thought-provoking questions and prompts that evoke exploratory thinking. Of course, you're welcome to ignore them, but they are there to anchor you because talking about journaling for some time now for to so many people, I've learned that journaling can feel daunting to some people. Like you don't know what to do or where to start. So these journal prompts and questions are there to just anchor you in and help you get moving through the pages. Um, each section also has a personal quote for me. And again, the artistry in this journal throughout the journal by my girl, Emerald Paget is absolutely incredible. It is there to evoke your imagination and all your senses and really just take you into deep parts of your mind and your heart. So the final section offers 20 blank pages. So the other sections all have lined pages in them. And this is really special for me because I've never come across a journal that had both. And throughout my journaling practice for almost the entirety of my life, um, you 
know, I've really needed and wanted both. Uh, so I'm just excited to give you this opportunity to be able to sketch and just let your imagination run free on these blank pages, but also have the beautiful structure and, you know, refinement of, of lines for you to just, you know, script out your heart. So again, this journal is absolutely a mystical experience. It's a mystical adventure. I want you to just drop in and to ultimately connect with your highest self, your authentic self, your intuition. And this journal is meant to facilitate that process for you. So to shop this journal, go to blackbeltbeauty.com. It's right there at the top menu. You'll also be able to see some visuals of the journal. And I just, I know you're going to love it. So let me know what you think and enjoy the path that is you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so, Allison, I love you. I'm so excited to bring you back. Episode one with you, which has already been a couple of years ago now and wasn't video. So it's just so rad to have you on video. That talk was so good. We got so much great feedback. Um, so outside of me just wanting to be in space with you, one of my dearest girls, you know, there really is, it, there's a lot of, lot of important reasons to have your voice with your area of expertise, like on loudspeaker right now with what is going on in the world, but specifically, you know, even in, in our country, in America with, with all of you know, the health issues that are going on. So I know I just kind of dropped us in deep. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. But no no, pressure. No, no, but no. Yeah. So it's, it's just, you know, it's important because, you know, there's just the, look, this podcast, what, what, what am I all about? I'm all about like helping you rise into your fullest potential, you know, uh, to thrive in life, to be your greatest self. And a lot of times, you know, there's such a deep focus on mindset, but you know me and and my community knows me. It's like, well, no, it's a holistic, it's a holistic thing, right? Because if you, if you're having health issues, I don't care how strong your mindset is. It's actually affecting you. It's not allowing your mindset to support you at the highest level. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. If you have brain fog, if your mood is affected by things, you're dealing with like blood sugar imbalance issues, you know, it's hard to think straight and show up as you in the world. And that's what I see a lot of with the community and, you know, my clients is just like, I just want to feel like me, no matter what symptoms, whatever issues someone's going through, it's like, that's at the crux of it is like, I just want to feel like me again. And I don't, and that's really scary. That's sucky. So yeah, I, I agree. I, I love the mindset and like personal development type stuff that, that you are always bringing to the audience and that I've, you know, I it definitely overlap with you on in, in my own healing journey. Cause it is a big part of it, right. To be able to frame everything that we do in the choices we make and why we make them and, you know, consistency and all these like critical things. But I just find that when at a physiological level, our gut is impaired. Our gut brain connection is just like struggle bus, right. <laughs> to to kind of think of like, like I'll always hear like, go with your gut or like tune into your gut or what yeah. is your heart telling you? And I think when you're so disconnected from that, because you're not feeling well mm-hmm. or you're symptomatic, or there's just mystery things going on, it's not that easy. I would hear that. And I would freeze up like, Oh my God, something's wrong with me. I can't connect into that. I don't know. So yeah, I think that it is such a big piece to your world and everything that you're always empowering your audience with, because it can only help fuel it even more. I love that you say that. Cause I'm, I am one who's always talking about and, and really supporting my community to drop into heart. Heart is how I frame it, this is where your most authentic self lives, right? And then obviously pulling into gut too, it's like your intuitive self, heart, gut, intuitive self. So you were so right that it is not going to be easy to activate and to be able to hear and 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 feel into these areas of self if there's issues going on. So before we get into like the, the, the hard, almost the issues. I want to actually ask you what is inspiring you right now in your field? Mm. I, what I'm feeling so 
happy about supporting people with and talking about is the gut brain connection. But what really is that? So that's our nervous system. If you've heard of um, our vagus nerve, that is the nerve that's running from our brain stem. It's on two sides of our brain running down into one side, uh, right in the middle, and it's hitting everything along the way. Um, on the way to our gut, essentially. And so our heart too, like just everything in between. And so learning, digging in and supporting people more on that piece, because I, I know, and we'll talk, like, I love food. I've started always with food. I have a cookbook, like, yes. it's always such a big piece of it. But when I see people overcorrect or get stuck there, that's where I like to zoom out and say, we need to talk about your nervous system state. We need to talk about what's called your vagal tone. I know you love this because you're, you know, my fitness, <laughs> fitness, but also my fitness mama. I mean, yeah. just like any other muscle mm-hmm. um, or body part, it's use it or lose it. And so when we live in a world where we're constantly stuck in fight, flight, or freeze state, we're in this sympathetic nervous system and we're not like using our vagus nerve appropriately. And we're struggling with digestive issues, with brain fog, food sensitivities, all these other things. Um, you know, we need to bring back more tone. We need to, it's called vagal tone for that reason. We, we need to exercise it a lot more. So, you know, this is where a lot of the stuff that you talk about meditation and all these great mindset techniques and, you know, gratitude journaling. Oh my God, your journal is amazing. I haven't even told you that I ordered it and I love it, but things like that, it's absolutely helping your physical health too, right? Your brain Mm -hmm. is, is a physical thing, right? It is in in your body. And so that's something that I'm loving. Something that I love to kind of surprise people with, because I think they're just thinking I'm going to slap them with a meal plan and say, do this and be consistent. And I just know that that's tip of the iceberg. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I love that. You really drop everyone in so much deeper. And the truth is, and I know this even in my own journey, it's like it, you, these are the real important starting points. It's before you get to the steak or the avocado, it's, it is (laughs) this component, you know, um, that makes such a difference. And specifically like the vagal tone, that's, I love that you bring that up because I'm, I'm right now working on, um, really getting my HRV really like just a lot better, you know, cause there's issues with that sometimes, you know, and for those who don't know it's heart rate r- variability and your vagal tone is connected to that. And this is how you, it's essentially a metric that's showing how your body recovers. Right. Uh, and that's so important because even if you, you know, turning it into uh back to gut issues, right. If you are not recovering well, so basically your body isn't you know, taking you out of stress and then pulling you back into a state of recovery. I mean, can you talk about how that disrupts your gut alone? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think of, uh, the nervous system or the vagus nerve, especially as a, I like to think of it as a light switch essentially in the body. And if you think of on and off, so we have your parasympathetic nervous system state, also known as rest and digest. This is where we digest. This is where detox can happen, where healing and regeneration can happen. And then we have the other side of the switch, which is the sympathetic nervous system state. And that's the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. I recently learned, I can talk you through that a little bit more, but those are kind of the two main states. Of course, there's some gray areas, you know, it might not always be um, a hard and fast rule, but essentially we want to be more living a little bit more in the parasympathetic in that rest and digest state, um, especially when we eat, especially at meal times or when we're healing and recovering. Um, but in general, I always like to say, because I think even last time we spoke, we talked a little bit about mindful eating. And that's something mm-hmm. that I really like to bring into everything that I do, because again, it's like, it's not just what you eat, it's how and why you eat it too, that matter because of this very fact, it's not woo woo. It's not (laughs) magical or mystical. It is literally, well, no, no, no. Either the switch is on or off to digest, which is it you, you know, if, so if you are eating while you're distracted, you're driving, you're super rushed, you're scrolling your phone, just completely not paying attention and in a different state, well, it doesn't matter how beautiful that chicken kale salad is. if you're not going to digest it, right? That's what I'm always trying to say. Cause people always be like, but I eat well and I'm still bloated, constipated, like whatever, (laughs) you know, whatever it is. And it's like, so maybe it's not just what you're eating then. Yeah. And we have to think about 
how you're eating, because so often I always like to use this as an example too, when describing the nervous system and how, how critical it is to the gut brain and um, your digestion. If you've ever like hold up a hand, put down your finger. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) If you've ever been on like a nice beach vacation, or just think of your happy place that you've been to before and you were sipping some coffee, maybe you had a nice, beautiful spread of whatever food, I don't care what it is, healthy, not healthy, whatever you would deem that as, and you're just chilling and you are just so relaxed in that moment and you're eating. And maybe you notice like, oh, I'm not having any digestive issues. I'm not bloated at all. I'm not craving anything specific. I'm fine. I'm satiated. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Everything's cool. I know I can think of so many times like that. I specifically when I actually started picking up and learning more and more about mindful eating, I realized this in South beach, Miami, you know, like Ooh, of all places love it. because I just recognized, I'm like, huh, I'm not like on my diet per se here. And I'm fine. Why is that? Yeah. And just kind of keying into that. And it's like, oh, well, I'm super relaxed. I'm not working. I'm not checking email, like uh, whatever it is. And that is the power of the nervous system right there where it's like, well, because my switch was turned on. So maybe I could eat whatever, or tolerate things a little bit differently, you know, and digest a little bit better. So that that's sort of the broad, you know, approach or answer to why that recovery, the rest is so critical, because simply put, that's where rest and digest happens, and detox. So if you're detoxing from something, our body's (laughs) always detoxing. (laughs) Yeah, just dropping some hints. Um, If you're detoxing, but all day long, right, our body's detoxing uh, normally, but we want to make the space and um, support so that our body can do that effectively because we do live in a very toxic world and yeah. it has to take on a little extra responsibility than maybe it used to back in the day. Oh yeah. Um, you think? Yeah, so that's the idea. <laughs> no, it's, it's so, no. And, and I want to talk about that. No. And, and, and really just to kind of um, accentuate what you said, it, it's simple. The, when you're in fight or flight, it's a conflict of interest. We are designed yes. not to be thinking about food at that time. We're designed Correct. to fucking run, to save our life, to any of that, right? So then, Absolutely. but that that's not at all going to, this is where, unfortunately, the reality is, is that most people are living in that state and don't even realize it. Because it's like the baseline norm now. And if, yes. and, and it's hustle even, culture, yes. work hard, play hard. Talk about that. Cause I know you just threw something up on your Instagram the other day that I really loved about that. And it, it really, it's, it's not helping anybody be healthy or get healthy. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big problem. Thank you for saying that because that's what I, so I'll see sometimes people glaze over when I say fight or flight, like, oh, it's not me. Mm. Let's challenge that for a second. Maybe you're not this combative, frazzled, you know, person all the time. Yeah. But that's kind of why I want to say, so it's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So fight. Okay. We know you're fighting. You're maybe you are feeling more aggressive, moody, you know, snapping at people, whatever it is. Um, Flight, you're running from a situation. Maybe you're numbing, trying to get away from something. Uh, Freeze. This is where I see a lot of people that don't realize they're in fight or flight is because they're actually frozen. They're, you know, just kind of staying there, internalizing everything in their gut, having a lot of digestive symptoms simply because of that. Maybe emotionally eating, trying to like cram it down. Like, I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel like, let me just kind of cram it down. And then we have fawn, which was a newer one to me. And this is being a doormat, not setting boundaries, Mm. people pleasing, you know, because it never felt safe for you to say no. Mm. It never felt safe for you. I think, especially as women, like be a good girl, do what people say, Mm. like, and I think that mold has to be broken a little bit too. When we're like, wait a minute, why am I even saying yes to this? I don't want to take on more than I can handle. This is where we get like burnout and adrenal fatigue and all these other issues too, that transpire. Um, So being in that state is absolutely rewarded, normalized in our culture, right? Like work hard, play hard is something I definitely always heard in New York city, working, climbing the corporate ladder, right? You too. It's like, if you're an ambitious, hungry person, it can be really a slippery slope to not fall into that too much. It's really hard when we want what I want more. I want to do more. Or even if you're energized and love your work, there just has to be okay. But I balance it out with time for me to be more in the parasympathetic state. And I also just want to say, you pointed out perfectly 
the idea with the, with the switch right on or off, like you're either one or the other is exactly what you said when you're in danger or perceived danger mm-hmm. nowadays, it's like, you're stuck in traffic. You're pissed off about an email, right? Like maybe yes. it's not an actual predator coming after you. I hope. Um, <laughs> but, but I always say that with like a caveat, like, I don't know, maybe there is a tiger after you, but, um, you know, if you are in that state, our body very intelligently, like it's not broken. This isn't a broken feature. This is a very intelligently designed feature of our body is saying, shut everything else down. We're prioritizing you living and getting yeah. out of this situation. Yeah. But how often do we want to be put in that situation? Right. You know, that's the key because, you know, by the same respect, digestion and detox and recovery and all these other things. Mm-hmm it's a very lengthy process. It takes a while to do. It's a lot. It's not just, Oh, I put food in my mouth and maybe right. it comes out or maybe it doesn't, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's not it. No. It's all the time. Your body's sort of working on different things. And so it actually, you burn calories when you're digesting properly. That's how, you know, much energy it actually takes up. You can't do both. Like you said, you can't yeah. be running and no. digesting. Your body is very efficient. It will always look to prioritize things for you. And so this is where I think the mental toughness and resilience comes in where it's like, well, we've got to make a call on what's a priority to us then. Yeah, no, that's so good. And I love, you know, when we talk about mindful eating, I know you mentioned it in the last episode, but it needs to live in this one too. Um, you know, I, it's personally for me, it's specifically around dinner. There's something around dinner that is extremely ritualistic and sacred to me. I don't, and look, if I'm out with friends or my family, like, of course I'm conversing, but if it's just me, I'm not on the phone. I don't want to be on the phone. I don't want to talk. I want to first love on my food and I have a whole ritual of that. And it's this real check-in with me. And in my world, it's also the universe, like just checking in. Um, and it, it, so it's not even this conscious, like, okay, I'm going to breathe in and out, which totally that's wonderful to do too. But it's literally taking Roxy Yang energy, high performance mode that I've been working on the hours before and bringing me down into yin and bringing me down into this very present centered space where I could be so focused on you know, the pleasure and of, of, of being there with my food and allowing this, what always feels like a gift to me personally, just to have this beautiful, especially because my, my fucking food, it's so romantic. (laughs) It's It's just beautiful. I love it. I'm like, because here's the thing. I know that there's times where like, I've had to be on the phone for something. And I'm like, uh, and it bothers me because you can't, like you said, you can't really be focused on your food. And again, if you're having a pleasurable, you know, experience sharing the food with like you in, in Miami, you know, that's different. But when you're talking and, nah, 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 and you're yes. eating like, no. And we know science is showing that like that alone can give you gut permeability, like that stress that comes, yes. stress period, which is everything that you just said. Moving forward, because there's something else that you talked about, you touched on that I really want to um, tease out with you is, you know, the toxin piece, because it's becoming more aware, like people are becoming more aware of the environmental toxins. So, which... I mean, there's endless toxins, you know, whether it's the plastic and now they're finding that in your lungs to these artificial <laughs> candles and plugins and, yeah. you know, the chemicals in your products, your beauty products. Holy yeah. shit. And, 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 and again, like we've become so used to these things that we don't, most don't realize the impact that they're actually having on your health until until you start stepping away from it. And then, you know, when you have enough time and you've really like moved away from all that shit, like I walk into a room and there's a fucking Glade plug-in or a candle that's synthetic. And girl, (laughs) Oh my God, an Uber, an Uber with those things. I'm like, I'm out. I'm literally the dog out the window. Like, yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It makes me so, I always, it's so, I'm like, it hits us harder. And I'm never a Karen, but if I get into an Uber (laughs) and it smells, I'm like, customer service. This is a no, this is an actual, <laughs> I just can't with 
that, that's when I'm like, I'm going to think of you me. every time that happens again. <laughs> well, then, and you know, and just for the record, I had Dr. G on before and I fucking brought this up to him. Oh my because God. I was, His podcast is a great source of that. He just posted something this week about pea protein. And I'm like, Oh, I know. Oh. I saw that. I yeah. know, which I'm gratefully away girl, but, um, I used to be pee, but, um, no, but I, I said to him, I'm like, look, I used to get shit from people, like close people, like, oh, you're so dramatic because I'd walk in a room and they'd have that. And they're like, this is all like your head. I'm like, no, it's not. And he explained, actually, it's your immune system because now your immune system is like, what the fuck is this? But most people- you're becoming like hyper aware to it now, yeah. And most people are just so used to it that their body is just now always in fight mode to that, but they don't realize that. And that's kind of what you touched on. Like when you're detoxing, you want to give your body the break to be able to do that. So do, can you just talk about environmental toxins and the impact on health, hormone health? It's yeah. a big, it's a big, I like to, I like to think and here. Okay. So let me start by saying this, our, and I <laughs> kind of touched on it before, because I think when we get symptoms, or illness or whatever, it's very much like, oh, my body's broken. Like what now? Or even I'm sure there might've been times um, that people tried to make you seem like you were so, like, like you said, you're so sensitive, like, oh, like we're weak or something. Yes. I like to really think of that as our superpower. We're like the canary in the coal mine to warn ahead of time. Like, uh, this is a problem, like red flag, I'm throwing it out. So I choose to look at it as like, cause I know we'll probably touch on it, but like some mold issues that we've both, you've been farther along in dealing with that than I have. But, um, of course it can feel like right away, like, Oh my God, like, of course now what, or now, you know, I'm going through this or this is bothering me and no one else seems to be bothered by it. And instead of feeling like, Oh, she's such like a delicate little flower. I really just, again, I just like choose to see it as this is my superpower. You can thank me later because you're going to benefit from it. (laughs) And it's not like, Oh, you know, a common thing with detox issues, right. Is like skin issues, rashes, Mm -hmm. um, zits, you know, like things like that, that can be really annoying or other various digestive symptoms and things like that. Um, whereas maybe when I was a kid, I was so annoyed by that, but now it's like, I can see like, thank you body. You're trying so hard to get rid of all these toxins. Mm -hmm. And I can see like, Oh, I need to love you up a little bit more. I need to pull it back on something. Something's up. So I just want to invite everyone listening that if you've ever gone through that or feel annoyed by some of the symptoms, can we reframe it and, you know, take some aligned action based on that. And so that's a piece that I like to try and get to. And so the, the idea with toxins and talking about that is think of the load on your body. Mm. Think of it as a cue, especially with your liver. For example, there's multiple detoxification pathways, digestive. So having bowel movements, um, urine is, is part of it. Uh, so your kidneys and bladders are involved. Um, what else? Lymphatic is so key. And that's kind of like, it's not the prettiest way to describe it, but it's, um, it's like a sewage system running throughout your whole body mm-hmm. and movement and sweat really need to happen for this to be released. Cause there's really not a lot of ways else for it to be released. So that's, what's so great about exercise and just frequent movement throughout the day. Maybe you do a standing desk. Maybe you keep going to refill your water, like just a little bit more frequency, um, sauna, things like that, things to get you sweat. Um, and then liver is, is super powerful too. Also actually breathing. So respiratory. So even that is really powerful when you're doing breathing exercises and breathing into your gut and all that stuff. But so, especially with liver, it is responsible for so much. Like we ask so much of our liver. I think, what is it over 300 functions that it has something like that. And when we live in a toxic world, like, okay, our body's resilient. It can handle a lot. It can really handle. And that's the other beautiful thing is like, let's not think that we're so sensitive. that can't handle anything. It is actually handling so much more than you even know. Mm -hmm. Let's be a little more humble and in awe of it and say, okay, well, something I did, I filled the bucket too much. As we always say in like nutritional therapy, it's like, it's kind of like filling up a bucket throughout the day and Mm -hmm. years that you've been on this planet. It's still the same body you've had. (laughs) So it's still accumulating. And so the idea is when the toxin load is just too heavy, that's when we especially start to see like, okay, now the cue is overloaded. You're asking way too much of all the detoxification pathways, but especially that liver, it's working too hard. And now things are becoming backed up. We're having illness. We're having symptoms, skin issues, skin issues, kind of what I, what I always sort of think about 
Um, but it, it goes beyond that. Yeah. And so brain, you know, brain, brain fog, like all yeah. those other things. Yes. Breathing, asthma, sinuses. Oh my God. All yes. Yeah. All those things, the allergies, histamine issues, like all these other things. And it's like, again, it's just like stress on the body. Yeah. So this is where I just start to say, instead of feeling overwhelmed, like, oh my goodness, I have to replace everything or I have to throw out everything. And it's like, let's start with like when it comes to home cleaning products, beauty products, things mm-hmm. you're inhaling, things you're, you know, absorbing topically, of course, our food. Um, but let's start to think of orders of sort of priority that maybe you use them as things run out. Maybe you start to check out like EWG.org or Roxy. I don't know if you have any other um, favorites that you like to share on that stuff. But when you're investigating what products yeah. to buy, you know, and stuff like that and kind of take it from there, because I know personally it wasn't going to be like, oh, I get rid no. of everything. No. no. And you know, too, being so picky with products, it's like, I don't know what's going to work for me. I'm not going to just go buy a right. bunch of new foundation and mascara and all, you know, whatever no. it is. I got to like test things out. Yes. So it's going to be a process, but it will make a difference. And especially, you know, for the ladies out there for hormones, yeah, <laughs> we've got a lot of them and we live in a very estrogenic sort of world where right. these things, these plastics, these, like you said, finding in your lungs, like all these crazy things that mimic estrogen and then throw our hormones out of balance too. So that's kind of the other um, big issue messing with whether it's fertility or just general. Do you see that a lot with um, your clients in your practice? Yeah, for sure. Um, and they're probably you know, not even aware of it necessarily. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I think what's interesting and kind of to, to the way you introduced our talk and saying how important it is, I think one of the issues that I'm seeing a lot with people is information overload. Mm. We're sort of subscribed or following, like hitting the follow button on everything. You know, it's so much yep. information. And especially with diet, people will come to me and they're like, well, like they make a good argument for vegan and they make a good argument for carnivore. Like, what do I do? Right. You will find an opposing argument to everything. Mm-hmm. There's so much information out there. And so what I like to do is the same thing that you like to do is get people in touch with, what did you say? Authentic self. You say authentic self. Sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. higher self, future self, whatever it is. That's the idea that I always try to say to people is like, I'm not the guru or expert, I will bring you my knowledge. I will bring you what I've seen work um, and all the support in the world. But ultimately the best thing any of us, like you do for your audience that I can do for anyone is to say your body is actually the expert. You're the expert, that authentic self. And if you can tune into that and stop going outward and just following every single person on Instagram. Yeah. And like overwhelming yourself, the more you can just say, know how to check in and say, Oh, this is what works. It's right in front of me. Right. It's actually right in front of me. My body is actually telling me all the time. Right. When you cultivate that different relationship and you're communicating with your body that way, looking at symptoms is like, oh, these are messengers. I don't have to be upset every single time. I love I think that that's part of it. And that's, that's what makes it different. Such a great reframe. And Yeah. yeah, I'm so with you. Obviously everything for me is like, don't run out, run in. Not to say that there isn't value in gaining, you know, important, high quality, you know, information out there, but you don't want to just be a library. You know, you need Mm -hmm. application. Mm -hmm. You need Mm -hmm. to put things into action. And the only way to really do that is to empower yourself to get into action. And it, and that's one thing that I love about you. I mean, just as a whole in your entire business and all your messaging, everything you share, whether it's the food, the health, everything is, you are very practical and you are very, um, you know, like my, I have a statement. I always say like inches make the mile. So it's not this one big overhaul. It's, Hey, why don't we start with this piece and then that piece and like little by little by little, because you know, and I know that any, any real long standing change or even anything great to accomplish in life, it's not this one big move. It's the small keyword here, consistent moves that make the big picture. And the coolest thing is like, when you get into that mode of operation, you get to keep what you actually are doing. Meaning like you're not yo-yo dieting. Okay. You're not like fit for a summer and then fucking overweight for the, you know, no, Mm -hmm. you own the gains because you did it, you know, consistently you did it hopefully with compassion. You know, I love that's such an important piece. And even that, like just listening to you, I'm sure so many pick up on it. Like you were very, very, you're so good at 
you know, being empathetic and compassionate too. And obviously, and if you want to, you know, talk about this, you know, because you, you have been and still are like, but you've healed yourself. You've come, you had Hashimoto's, um, it went into remission. I don't know where it's at now, but like you've basically had to deal with a lot of health issues yourself. So you've been in the trenches with yourself and you know, the difference when you're being an asshole to yourself or when you're actually being loving and compassionate to help you get through the journey. So if you want to talk about that, because I'll say this, I know, cause I hear it from women, how the, and I'm not just women, but just in my practice, like with coaching and mentoring, but you're so mean to yourself. And I'm like, girl, you're already going through it. You, yeah. Can you please talk to your body with fucking love and respect? Because your body is trying hard right now for you and you feeling this way about it while it's like, help, I'm hurting is not you being on your team and it's getting you further yes. away from, and I, I know I'm on a rant right now, but it, it's some, a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Something clicks a lot of times I've noticed with women with me, cause they see this strong fucking, you know, like uh, edgy badass woman. Thank you. <laughs> but just yeah. like super, and I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, hold up. Like, can you fucking love on yourself? No, but that's what I love is it's there. It, it's not a no pain, no gain kind of, you know, no. garbage that we we probably all grew up with seeing, right? It's like, yes. it, it's no, I did this through loving myself, by the way. Exactly. That's what I love about you. And when you're always showing that in your affirmation, it's like, come on, Queens, like my favorite <laughs> thing ever. I'm like, yeah, like you're like your own hype woman, basically. And I that am. is the best thing. Yes, I love that. And I think I used to, when I was younger, see people with that kind of confidence or yeah, I'm like obsessed with myself kind of thing and, and be triggered by it. Like, oh, must be nice. Like, blah, blah, because I was not used to speaking to myself that way. And then I think I had to pray your, you know, like you said, I, I've, I've been through it. I've been through. And that's why I can be so compassionate because I know some days it's like, no, what, this just sucks. And that's what yes. it is today. And I, you know, we are all going to have days like that. It's better to obviously like acknowledge it and let it come out versus just like cramming it in. But the idea is, well, what do we do with that now? Do we want to just sit with that or do we want to move forward and see how this is actually working for us in our favor, how this is helping us? Like I'm thankful for Hashimoto's. It changed my entire life. Pain makes you pay attention, baby, Mm -hmm. right? Like pain is there to make you pay attention. And that's what it did. It got my attention. Nothing else would, I'm type A, if you can't tell, like perfectionist, like that's (laughs) what I come from. And so talking to myself lovingly was not really a thing. It was like, do better next time. Why didn't you get the A plus? Why didn't you get the full on promotion? Like all those little things were kind of also leading me towards my illness because I was in that hustle culture perfectionist, like nothing was going to convince me that that was not the right way to do things Yeah. until I got sick. Yeah. So thank you, body. Thank you, Hashimoto's. You taught me a lesson that I, would I have rather learned it, you know, at age 40 with a fatal heart attack? Mm. Yeah. My mother had a heart attack. It's not fatal. Thank God she's still around, but she did have a heart attack at a very young age. Yeah. You know, and, and it was obviously very serious. And it's like, did I want to go down that path or would I rather have paid attention sooner? So nothing was going to shake me out of that. So again, I think this is why I have started to cultivate a loving relationship towards symptoms and being more in awe of my body versus you're broken. I need to fix you. I need to work you harder because I did that and that didn't work. And that actually was my demise a little bit. Right. And so being able to come to grips with that and zoom out and really see like, no, actually Hashimoto's is working for me Mm. and I'm thankful for it. And that's the difference. That's the choice that I now make. So it changed everything. My perception on that also, you know, if you had told me that when I was losing all my hair, that I would eventually be thankful for that experience when I, do you know what I mean? It's like, when I would look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't know who you are. Mm. I, my body is betraying me. I don't know what's going on. It's like, everything is rattled. You're questioning everything. You can't focus. Like, yeah. you know, you're sick and you're just like, I, nothing's working. And that was really hard. And so of course, when I see women, it's like, yeah, I just want to hug you and tell you everything's going to be okay. But this is the part of it. Like use your health as your personal development too, because it's, it's kind of right. It's like that personal development coming, knocking at your door in the physical world to say like, this is what you need to pay attention to. And I'm going to make it hurt until you pay attention until you, you know, get it. 
So good. That's my experience. That's yeah. so, so good. There's something else that I want to, to talk about with you specifically and have live in this conversation um, that's outside of, you know, everything we've been talking about, but it really does work in this whole holistic health, you know, conversation um, and really way of living. And that is, you know, your relationships, your, you know, who, who your closest are, who you're engaging with and, and, and what that energy is actually, how that's impacting you and your health. And I'm going to just take the opportunity here to say, you know, even since, you know, the first time you came on the show, which was a couple of years ago uh, to now, you know, you and I have really developed such a solid friendship. Like you are my girl, you know, and yeah. we have like <laughs> every conversation is the best conversation. All of it is so rich and meaningful. You are a fucking, you know, I mean, listen, you juggle a lot. You're a mommy, you're a wife, you are an entrepreneur with, you know, multiple, you know, uh, avenues of business. I mean, you've put out a cookbook, you started a membership, you still do your one-on-one coaching. So like so much is you, you go girl, you're building. (laughs) And it's so fun because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur as well. And there's some crossover and similarities in certain areas of our business, um, obviously in our lifestyle. And so, you know, when we get into conversation, it's just number one, it's so full of love and respect and support. And it's so rad because we literally, there's such genuine care for each other. Like I want you to fucking win. I know you want me to win. And we are like, whatever we can do to support each other in every way. And you have just been that, you've been that girl to me. Um, that's, that's what we do. Yeah. And so can you talk about the importance of, of that even, because you could be this, you know, woman, like doing all the things, like you're eating the foods and you're moving and you're, but like you got some toxic relationship or you just don't have those loving, supportive relationships and that that could be impacting your health as well. So I'd love for you to talk on, on this subject as well. Absolutely. And I think that's why I I love the idea of community. And so I know with your like the queendom, I love that too, because it's like the idea of normalizing this new lifestyle that you're shifting towards that maybe you didn't come from, or maybe the people around you don't have to adopt. And so this is something that I always say um, to my clients. So what I'm doing a lot of these days right now is it's a one-on-one small group hybrid program because it's just the best of everything. You get the best of it, like everything tailored to you one-on-one, but you also have your girls essentially like what you're kind of describing where it's like, you have your people who are also making these shifts. It's also challenging. It's yeah. they're also having similar thoughts of like, what the hell, you know, all this stuff kind of happening because even though our family and friends love us and they want us to do well and be happy, happy, they're not making the same lifestyle shifts. They're not eating differently. They don't get why you walk into a room with a Glade plug-in on your having a freak out, you know, like they they don't get it. And so I think what I see, and I'm sure you see this too, is when we're kind of like these lone wolves and we don't have the friends, the community, the whatever to normalize that and say, no, this is okay to be this way. Um, when we don't have that, it's really easy to fall back into those older habits. It's easy to question ourselves and say, well, maybe I am too sensitive. Maybe I should just get over it and suck it up or, you know, stuff like that. And I'm, I I know you're here to say it too. It's like, no, no, no. I think it is better when you can find your people and build that community so that you don't feel alone. Didn't they always say like being banished was the worst thing, right? Like, well, it's just how long ago, right? Primal survival. You need other people, no matter, no matter how much of a zoom world we're living in, you need other people. You need to know that you're not alone and that you are accepted and validated and loved in some way so that you don't feel like, Oh my God, I have to go it all alone. And that's what I would always see. It's like, it didn't matter how many, um, you know, amazing one-on-one sessions, just only one on blah, blah. It always came down to, I have a birthday this weekend. I don't know how to deal with this. Mm. I'm going on vacation. I don't know how no one else, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to be that person. Holidays. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, this as a coach, you could be the, their biggest hype woman. You can, you know, their biggest, like, no, you got this. What are you talking about? Every tool. (laughs) And still they're like, "Eh," you know, and it's just like not happening. And you're like, okay, because we need to bring in your community people that are also doing this. And so 
long story short, I'm sure that fueled you. That absolutely fuels me between business and absolutely in personal relationships. Another, you know, really good friend of mine that I know you have too is Dr. Um, Emily Kybert. Yes. And she also is just like Hashimoto's mom and entrepreneur. And it's just so nice because when you have more and more people that it's like, yeah, we eat pretty similarly. We're speaking the similar language. We're not embarrassed to admit that, you know, we have mold in our house or yeah. <laughs> something. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like we say that and someone actually gets in they're like, oh shit, I got a number for you to call. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh good, you know, my people. Mold that sisters. Is everything. <laughs> yeah, literally hashtag mold sisters. We were texting the other day. Yes. <laughs> so it's like that is everything. And that gives you the confidence to go on truly because it's like, okay. Like me telling my husband, I'm like, yeah, we need to spend how much money to get a mold test and remediation. And he's like, what's going on? And so I called up Roxy. I called up my friend and they're like, you have to, there's no other thing. This is what you have to do. Don't. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. How can I ever question it? And it's so helpful. So yes, you. you have to find your people. It's, it's very important to your success. I think. I love that. And you know, it's so good. Mold it's so sisters. raw and real. It's so real. It is so real. I mean, that's uh, another million yeah. reason why I love you because you are so real. And it's, <laughs> you know, it, it is, you know, there's a statement that you don't need. Um, I love this quote. Like, you don't need a community to survive, but you need a community to thrive. Mm, and that, so I know that you see that in your business. I certainly see it in my own. And um, it just feels better just to have. Yes. So whether that's like, again, like your personal circle and, and your, you know, personal community or, you know, or, and, you know, in, in business to be, you know, um, in your situation, like with your, with your clients, like you provide them this epic community of women who are doing the thing too. And it's so important because that is all energy that helps to fortify and to expand. And you don't have to do it on your own. I mean, listen, back, 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 back in the fucking day when I was really making shifts in my diet. And, you know, fortunately for me, I, there's this gene in me that's like, I don't give a fuck what you think over what I think. Does that mean that I didn't have to take shit? Does that mean, meaning like I'm at the dinner table and I'm like, sorry, I know that your grandma made that and it's a holiday but I'm not going to eat it because I don't do gluten or whatever, you know? Um, but I know that I'm like the one person (laughs) and I get it because it's not easy. So I just, yeah, I love, I love that. I love that you've created that for your girls and, um, talk to me about your cookbook because it is so gorgeous. And we haven't done it yet, but it's so going to happen where I'm actually going to be at your dinner table. <laughs> and I can't wait because, girl, literally for everyone, I mean, obviously this is in the show notes and everything. And like, we'll do that whole conversation. But like your Instagram is just like, it's the most, it's not just, oh, I get hungry when I see your food, but I actually feel nourished. You like go <laughs> to the refrigerator. Yeah. No, I love that. I, um, I came to this and one of the reasons I was, you know, kind of counting my blessings and showing gratitude for my health changes and all this stuff is because I didn't know how to cook very well back in the day. I was not very well practiced. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's what I will say. My mom, so my mom's like, my mom's Puerto Rican and any person with any Caribbean descent knows you have to season meat. You have to season it. You have to overnight, like season for as many hours as possible. So that is my joke that like all my friends, my like childhood friends knows like, Oh, what you have to go right home after school is you have to season meat. And I'm like, yeah, I do. (laughs) We're making chicken legs. What do you want from me? My mom works. I have to put Goya adobo on everything. And that was my life. So that was as close as it really came to me cooking. So it was something, but I wasn't like this super confident, whatever. Yeah. No cook and and knowing all the things. There was a lot of takeout. There's a lot of standard American diet eating, especially like in college. I think I ate easy Mac for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) So bad. It was so bad. So when I was like, you know, working and ordering Thai takeout and sushi as my like main staples of eating in my twenties, and then everything hit the fan. Suddenly it's like, oh, we're watching Food Network a lot. Like my then boyfriend, now husband, and we're, you know, learning lots of ways to cook and eat healthy. And what's a butternut squash? What is this? 
like foreign thing to me. Like I'm going to learn how to cook it. You know? So I was always so grateful that, Hey, look at all the shifts, like that I've made and, and skills that I've sort of had to learn through survival, but it, it was a nice thing. And so that's how my food blog was really started. It was kind of before any of, you know, a lot of this, cause that was the beginning on, on a lot of people's journeys. Like, well, I got to change my diet. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the cookbook I love because it is a culmination of everything that I've been through personally that I help my clients with professionally that, you know, my blog baby has sort of turned into. Um, so in there, you'll learn a lot more about you just gut healing in general. And from this very lovingly blunt, <laughs> simplistic place of like, it is a lifestyle shift. I like exactly what you said. It's like, this is not the quick fix it perfectionist thing you're going to like to do. It's not going to be a 30 day reset. Yeah. It's going to be, these are the shifts we need to all get to if we want to have a more gut healthy lifestyle and gut health is everything, baby. I mean, that's 70 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut. That's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck supporting when it comes to health. So you will get all that information in there. 75 recipes are all paleo friendly. Paleo gut health. Yeah. And, and also just to say too, this is another thing that I love is that, you know, going back to the statement of you're a mom, you're a wife, you're an entrepreneur with multiple, you know, um, you know, facets of business. You don't have all this time to just be like chef, (laughs) chef in it up. Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but your meals are so gourmet. So I'm, I'm just, I, I know, cause I know personally, cause I've, I've been connected to you and your recipes and your food for so long, but like you do such an excellent job of helping an individual navigate the kitchen and, and cooking and making their food, these really nutritious, nourishing foods without it being this huge, massive production. But yeah. most or people super don't. boring. Or, yeah, I oh, like yeah, it no. to be somewhere in the middle. Girl, where it's like nothing okay, about you could ever fucking be boring. Like, <laughs> look, look. I'll be honest. Like, I basically had ground meat and broccoli for lunch today. Like, there yeah, are plenty but- of boring. There are plenty of like boring meals in my life, but they're nourishing. They're balanced. Whatever. But I like food. Come on. Like yeah. you're a city girl too. I used to go to all the restaurants in New York city. Like that was my favorite thing to do. I sometimes admit this. I used to be like a Yelp elite. So I was very much like <laughs> reviewing all these restaurants, like a total nerd. And you know, I like my food. So I'll, that's kind of the mix in the cookbook. It's like really easy throw together stuff, but I also try to recreate our favorites. Cause that's the other thing that I think we miss a lot is like, we miss grandma's cooking tonight. We miss the carbs. We miss the <laughs> Yeah. You want that comfort. comfort Yeah. Yeah. So just making it paleo friendly, making, I I'm a little cheeky. I found some creative ways to make like dairy free cheese out of cauliflower, you know, like just just things like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so good. It's so helpful because a lot of people don't, I mean, we're learning more and more, but I know in my own life when people are like, huh, you can use almond yogurt to make that cream over your ground beef. Yeah, you can. So it's you, you know, you do such a good job with your recipes in opening up the minds to say like, wait, I didn't even know that I can, you know, swap that for that. Yeah. So good. Okay. So is there anything that we didn't speak about in this, another just epic conversation with you? um, We got a lot of good stuff. Well, it's just normal standard for us. Uh, (laughs) Okay, good. I didn't know if there was any like kind of final thoughts or something that you just wanted to live in this conversation. No, I feel like we covered so much. I I feel really good about it. And I hope kind of, I love the way the marriage between mindset, gut, brain, nervous Mm -hmm. system comes into play. So I hope that we were able to really talk through that. Yeah. It's like the science behind it and the nitty gritty, but then how it kind of permeates to everything that we do when we're making choices for a healthier lifestyle. So I feel like we covered it and I love it. Okay, good. I love you. And and you have so many you know, tips, tactics, strategies, obviously your coaching, your community, you're just, you are a plethora of, of really valuable resources to anyone who wants to get really healthy, perhaps needs to heal their gut, having autoimmune issues, or just really wants to get into a better, healthier relationship, even with food. You know, I mean, there's just so many reasons why people need to go and get dialed into you. So can you tell them where they can do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram at Best food account. by Mars, like mm-hmm. the planet. Thanks mama. And, um, yeah, my blog food by Mars.com. I'm always on there posting stuff, but Instagram is probably where I hang out the most. So feel free to DM me, yes. check out my stuff and keep in touch. 
Okay. I love you. Yeah, to I love be you. Continued Thank always. you so much for having. Oh my Thank gosh. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you for coming back on. We'll do it again. My pleasure. Love you, mama. Love you too. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.